Welcome to the Minister's Friend podcast with pastor and author Dr. John Kimball. The Minister's Friend is a podcast helping pastors and other church workers navigate the challenges of leading the flock. John has been a church planter, a local church pastor, a seminary professor, and a denominational leader. He coaches and mentors pastors and missionaries around the world. Drawing on over 30 years of experience in local, regional, and national ministry, John and some of his colleagues provide practical guidance on the topics you request. We are so glad you've joined us. And now, here's our host, Pastor John. Thank you so much, Anna. And hello, everyone. Welcome to Episode 13 of the Minister's Friend Podcast. I'm so glad you've joined us today. You know, one of the topics I'm asked about more than almost any other is how to handle power brokers in the church. Today we begin a series of episodes to address that on a very important but often misunderstood topic, EQ. Now, some of you may be saying, okay, what's that? Which proves my point. Most people are familiar with IQ or intelligence quotient, but many are not as familiar with its close relative EQ or emotional intelligence. They are related, but they're not the same. Where IQ measures a person's academic or cognitive intelligence, what they have learned and and their ability to reason, EQ measures their ability to relate to people, to register their own emotions and the emotional state of others. It's possible to have a very high IQ and have a low or even debilitated EQ. We've all known people who were truly smart but tended to frustrate or hurt the people around them. In this new series of episodes, I have the privilege to interview my friend Dr. Daryl Thompson, District Superintendent for the Evangelical Free Church in America over the Northern Plains, the Dakotas, and Montana. Daryl has developed a wonderful grasp on this subject and has been able to apply what he's learned in the laboratory of the local church. It's going to be a very helpful set of podcasts. I'll have more to say at the end of today's episode, but right now, let's get to the first segment of my interview with Daryl Thompson. Well, Daryl Thompson, welcome to the Minister's Friend Podcast. It's really good to have you with us today. John, thank you. I'm counted a privilege to both know you as a friend and somebody who shared ministry together and have the opportunity to visit with you through this means. Yeah, I'm so glad you're with us. Uh, you and I have talked about today's topic um, quite a bit over the years as it relates to our denominational roles and... Um, but we're seeing more and more that um, some of the the information that was lacking a few years ago, more people are writing on this topic. And uh, I think it would be helpful because as I talk to people about EQ, uh, I get kind of a deer in the headlights look. They've never heard that phrase before, even though there's, there's more being written on it and it's becoming more popular. Um, EQ is, is a vital, vital thing in the ministry and in life. And yet, um, so many people are unaware that um, it's it's a factor in our relationships. And so, why don't we just start? Would you just define for us what EQ is? Well, thank you, John. Uh, you know, I'm going to um, uh, read just a couple of brief definitions, just from a okay. couple of authors, um, but uh, they will all focus on similar sort of things when they give definitions. Okay. Um, here, here's a definition from uh, one of them. Uh, He says, I define emotional intelligence as an awareness of our emotions and the emotions of others around us 
so that we can handle well our emotions and theirs, specifically the harmful ones, with the result that we relate in a Christ-like manner with those within or outside the body of faith. Um, So the idea of uh, understanding and managing emotions, both those of the individual and of those that they are with and around. Here's another simple definition. Emotional intelligence is your ability to recognize and understand emotions in yourself and others and your ability to use this awareness to manage your behavior and relationships. So the big idea in EQ or emotional intelligence is awareness of a person's own emotions Mm -hmm. and the emotions of those with whom they are relating. And secondly, their ability to manage their emotions and relate in such a way that they at least manage the harmful emotions of those with whom they are relating. Um, so as we, we talk about um, EQ in the context of relationships, what are some of the indicators people might look for um, that, that tell us that the EQ might be the problem that's kind of destroying the relationship? Yeah. You know, that, John, that's an excellent question because uh, it took me quite a while to discover that there was this intangible thing called EQ that was playing a role in um, the issues, the difficulties uh, that were taking place in relationships and in uh, church experiences. And uh, here were some of the things that began to tip me off that this probably was a factor, maybe the biggest factor in the the other issues that were going on. Uh, I would start by looking for this sort of characteristic, that there were high negatives and low positives in the primary or critical relationships. And what do I mean by high negatives? They were things like stress, fatigue, and friction. There was a lot of that involved in their relationships. And there were low positives, uh, things like happiness, uh, things like laughter, things like energy. There was, <clears throat> there was very little of that where there were high negatives and low positives. Uh, another thing that was just kind of a tipper, tipper of the scale to me was just the inability to be able to identify what the real issues were and resolve them. They just, uh, they would maybe have conversations, they would attempt to address issues, but they would resurface and they were back again, dealing with similar problems and never really getting things solved or or dealt with. Uh, Another one was just that there was a history um, of, of at least one of the primary people involved having history of difficult or troubled relationships in the past. Um, And another one was simply that there was an evidence of manipulative or controlling or even bullying behavior uh, that was involved in the relationships that were going on here. So those were some of the indicators to me that started telling me that uh, I think EQ may be maybe the, the hidden problem that is behind the presenting problems and really is the core thing that has to get addressed if things are going to be going to be changed. I absolutely concur with that list. And I I will tell you that my experience, both as a local church pastor and on a denominational level, and frankly, in in working as a coach with some local churches, um, is I often see either a combination of or at least one or the other of either intimidation or manipulation by these these characters. And uh, the churches just don't, they don't know what to do with that. I've been in meetings where... um, you know, the, the meeting is going well, and then all of a sudden, 
Uh, I don't even know who the person is. It's my first visit with the church, and that person will speak, and you can watch the body language of the whole room change. That just by them them stepping up to the microphone or or standing up in a in a in a uh, sanctuary for a business meeting, everybody just you you can watch you can tangibly see the intimidation that starts the moment they open their mouth. So, um, you you know, John, one of the things that I have observed is that uh, generally speaking, this has manifested itself in a, a church staff situation, and. Um, when the person that is probably the primary problem with EQ happens to be a lead or a senior person, other staff people are reluctant to express themselves. And usually it's because of this sense of being intimidated or or even being bullied. That was language that I have heard on a number of occasions. And uh, the breakthrough has been when all of a sudden they've started to realize that they're all experiencing this. So maybe you have a five-person staff, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden one of them has the boldness to say something, and others start to realize that what I've experienced or am feeling is being also experienced or shared by others. So, so intimidating, um, bullying, uh, manipulative-type behavior tends to silence the people that are experiencing it because they're 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 afraid of what will happen if they voice that or if they speak out, and it's one of the one of the contributing factors or the way this this problem behavior uh, enables itself to be continued or uh, to go on. Yep, I I agree. It's that's been my experience both as a pastor on the receiving end of the bullying, and as a denominational guy having to work with uh, situations where that's true, either with a lay power broker, a uh, person with, with uh, low EQ, or in some cases um, in the pastorate. Um, you know, as, a, as pastors, because our, our podcast really is for pastors and lay leaders, um, uh, why is their understanding of, of EQ generally and the problems of low EQ, low uh, emotional intelligence, why is it so important to them in ministry? You know, John, I think one of the things that really is valuable to understand EQ is to recognize that EQ does have some relationship to spiritual maturity, and it does have a connection to how well people will work with others. And therefore, it is a significant um, factor to consider when considering how or where people are involved in a local body of believers. Um, EQ is something that can grow. And it is my understanding that there is a direct relationship between healthy EQ and spiritual maturity. Uh, if that's okay, let me comment on that for a moment. Um, sure. I think spiritual maturity is something that we, we don't always think through real well. And we have the perception that there is some relationship between how long a person is has been a Christian and their maturity which certainly may be the case, but it may also not be the case. Someone may have been a Christian for right. a long time without developing maturity. Uh, another one is that we have a, an assumption that there's a connection between Bible knowledge or even theological understanding and spiritual maturity. And again, that may be the case, but it also may not be the case. Someone may have a great deal of Bible knowledge and even theological understanding, and yet not necessarily be a very mature person. Um, there is also the perception, I think almost unconsciously, that somebody with strong strong public gifts 
Um, maybe they are leadership type gifts. Maybe they are teaching speaking type gifts that there is a relationship between having gifts such as that and being spiritually mature. And again, that may be the case, but it may not be the case, too. I would suggest that here's a connection that we often don't make, that there is a direct connection between spiritual maturity and healthy personal relationships. And the best indicator, I think, of a person's spiritual maturity is not how long they've been a Christian. It's not how much Bible or theological knowledge that they have. It's not how strong or great their public gifting might be, but it is the health of their personal relationships. And when that is not necessarily understood, we're much more vulnerable to take somebody that maybe has a great deal of Bible knowledge or has been a Christian for a considerable period of time or maybe has strong public gifts and place them in roles of ministry that actually hinders those ministries. And maybe they're on a ministry team and they take a team that has the potential to function very well together and cause it not to function very well together. So being able to understand well enough to be able to recognize some of these symptoms and issues is important because without doing that, we're much more susceptible to create problems in our staffing and in our teams and whatnot that we we work with in our local church because we can put somebody in places where they're going to be problematic. EQ can grow, and there's a direct correlation between healthy emotional intelligence and spiritual maturity. Wow, that is so true. We'll hear more from Daryl in next week's episode. Someone once said that the pastoral ministry would be easy if it wasn't for people. Well, that's only funny because it's true. Pastors are, by nature, called to be change agents. We're, we're called to, to help people grow and work out their salvation daily, to, to partner with the Holy Spirit in transformation. And that means change. Some folks are aware of their need. Others are not. As spiritual maturity grows, so does our emotional maturity. It's true that learning biblical facts does not automatically lead to emotional health. There has to be application of and transformation by that biblical knowledge in order for it to bear its intended fruit. And we look to pastors to shepherd us through that transformational process. But when a person has low EQ, they're not aware of the negative impact they're having on the relationships around them, especially within their own families. This lack of awareness is a telltale sign of low EQ. As our discussion on this topic continues, we'll also talk about what happens when it's the pastor who has low emotional intelligence. We have compiled several links and resources for you. There's some really good books that have been written in recent years relating to EQ. Please check out today's show notes for more information. If you're being blessed by The Minister's Friend, would you please subscribe on whatever platform you listen and leave us a review? It really helps us. And please also tell your pastor and, and your friends about us. Your recommendation to others is the only way we can grow our audience because we don't advertise. Thank you so much in advance for your help. I'm glad you were here today. Again, be sure to check out the show notes. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Minister's Friend Podcast. Let's do this again real soon. 
You've been listening to the Minister's Friend Podcast with pastor and author John Kimball. Be sure to check out today's show notes for additional tools, resources, and information. If today's episode has been helpful to you, let us know. You can shoot us an email at podcast at johnrkimball.com. That's podcast at johnrkimball.com. You can also leave a note on our Facebook page. These are also the best ways to suggest topics for future shows. We want to hear from you. And please tell your friends about us. Until next time, may God bless you and your ministry with great fruit for His kingdom. Bye!